Review copy provided by publisher. Hello, my name is William Schultz, and I would like to share with you a most amazing game. This game, it's called Cult of the Lamb, and in it you will find the story of a noble sheep. This sheep will build a flock, and he'll have to keep them happy if he wants to free his god. Here's how. First you convert... Hmm? Oh. I see. I've been informed that I have to stop singing effective immediately. So we'll do the rest of this review amelodically. Like I said, Cult of the Lamb is a game about a sheep, and not just any sheep, but the last remaining sheep. And he's been brought forth to be sacrificed to prevent the resurrection of the one who waits, a dark, eldritch, godlike being who's been tethered and locked away by four other sinister, eldritch, godlike beings who call themselves the bishops. But when the axe falls, the sheep is saved by the very god the bishops are trying to prevent from returning. The lamb is given the red crown, which will give him all he needs to hack and slash his way through the bishops and their followers while building a cult of his own, all in the name of the one who waits. Cult of the Lamb is really divided into two separate spheres of gameplay. The two do interact, but they are very mechanically different. On the one hand, you have the combat sections, wherein the lamb has to run through the lands of the other bishops and cut down their followers and monsters and all manner of icky baddies on their way to slay a mini-boss and then return to base. After defeating three mini-bosses, the lamb will earn the right to face the bishop themselves in combat. And after besting them, one of the chains that binds the one who waits is broken and the seal weakens. There are some roguelike elements to Cult of the Lamb's combat sections. The weapons are random, your curses, which act as kind of a magical sub-weapon, they're also randomized. And you can pick up other randomized improvements or variations depending on if you find those rooms throughout. The areas themselves are also fairly randomized. But if I said the word roguelike, and you cringed, and you winced, because you associate that with difficulty, which I can understand why you would, fear not, the Cult of the Lamb is not a terribly difficult experience. I mean, it could be if you wanted it to be. It does feature four difficulty settings. I played on normal, and while I did die a couple of times in later sections of the game, I never really found it all that difficult, and once I kind of learned monster patterns and boss patterns, I finished the game in about 17 hours. The other aspect of Cult of the Lamb, and in my opinion the meatier aspect of Cult of the Lamb, is cult management. On your trips through the combat zones, you will find other animals who are either the remaining survivor of their village or even animals that are being sacrificed themselves. You can save them, bring them back to your base, and convert them into your cult. Once you do, you can give them a job. Some cultists will farm for you, 
and others, you can have collect resources. Still others, you can just have worship at a shrine in the center of your camp. And all of these pieces are essential if you're going to get stronger. After you collect enough devotion from your followers, you can unlock new building options for around your cult's camp. Some of them are just upgrades, like an improved outhouse that holds more shit. Some of them are special totems that make your crops grow faster, or trap crows and you can harvest their meat. There's a lot of options here, and none of them really feel superfluous. Perhaps the most important building at your cult's camp is your church, wherein once a day you can deliver a sermon to get more devotion from your followers, which you can use to unlock higher level weapons at the beginning of combat, different kinds of weapons that do different status effects, or higher critical rates, new curses that have different effects or different attack patterns. There's a lot to unlock here, and it's not terribly difficult to do so. If you find yourself struggling too much in any given section, if you spend a few days back at your camp and give enough sermons, you can get enough devotion to unlock higher tiers of items, and they really do make a difference. That, in my opinion, is the single best thing that Cult of the Lamb does to blunt that difficulty that you can often associate with roguelike games. But your followers won't just give you their devotion blindly or for nothing. You have to keep them happy. You have to feed them. You have to give them places to sleep. You have to repair it if their tent collapses. There's quite a bit of management to do. It never borders on micromanagement, to the point where if a farming cultist has run out of tasks for the day, he's going to go do something else. He'll worship at the altar in the center of camp. He'll collect wood. He'll collect stone. They will find something else to do. One of my personal favorite things was feeding them, or rather selecting the different meals I would make based on the items in my inventory. You can make meals out of fish, or vegetables, or the meat of sacrificed followers, or grass, or even shit. That's right, you can prepare meals that are just excrement. And sometimes your followers will even ask to eat them. The different meals also carry different benefits. Some of them cause your cultists to drop items or money immediately on the ground, whereas others have a slight chance of making your villagers shit immediately or becoming sick. It's a system that's involved, but it never feels like too much. It just feels like doing a little bit more than the bare minimum to keep everyone happy and productive. Now, if you die out there in the lands of the bishops, your cultists will see you as weaker for your failure. And if their faith in you drops too much, well, then it's time to do a ritual. There are a ton of different rituals, everything from dancing around a bonfire to giant feasts, to a fight pit, all the way to dispersing hallucinogenic mushrooms to your cult and locking them in at maximum faith for a couple of days before they all kind of get sick and hung over. I really enjoyed managing my cult and my camp. It was just enough to scratch that part of me that likes those sort of management games without crossing over into full-blown city builder territory. It never gets overwhelming. It's just enough to feel good. The cult's primary function is to strengthen the lamb, to strengthen the player, and it's satisfying to see those rewards and earn those upgrades. Every aspect I've talked about so far, the combat, the cult management, is all enriched by an absolutely stellar visual presentation. 
Cult of the Lamb looks like the most sinister pop-up book, where cute, cuddly animals perform ritual sacrifice or bash corpses open to harvest the bones inside. There's a lot here to love, and if you've seen the trailers, and it clicks with you to see cute animals doing decidedly not cute things, then you're going to have an absolute blast. Now every good cult just feels like one big happy family, but when it comes to the cult of the lamb in your family, I would keep this one for the teenagers and above. There's a lot of graphic imagery and dark themes that never really cross into the truly obscene, but I do think it's probably more than enough to scar the little ones. I really enjoyed my time with Cult of the Lamb. The combat sections were fun and engaging without ever seeming too terribly difficult. The cult management was fun and just the right level of satisfyingly complex without crossing into the obtuse. And then when you take that and you wrap it up in a cute, visually appealing aesthetic, well, you've won me over. And that's why I'm giving Cult of the Lamb a five out of five. Thank you so much for watching this Mega Dads review. If you liked it, go ahead and give us a like. And if you disagree with me, or even if you agree with me, go ahead and let us know in the comments below. I hope you'll stick around, and we'll see you next time here at Mega Dads, where gamer life meets real life.